Um, so the next ad is a Levi ad from uh, 1999, um, and it's an ad that was used to uh, promote crease-free clothing. So okay. um, let's do it. Yeah, we'll lash it up. Let's have a look at that. see your papers please really to me? Everybody seems to know. mind stepping out of the car sir could you open the trunk please have a good day gentlemen Hey. Well, do we remember it <laughs> first and foremost? I do. I remember. I remember the. I remember the music. The music. Yes. I just can't get away uh, from. The music was. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a uh, flat beat was the name of that, mm -hmm. and it was actually a number one song across a number of different markets, uh, which is a kind of an interesting aside from it because mm -hmm. regardless of the ad itself, it's actual kind of really crossed that divide between kind of consumers and popular culture to a large degree. Um, you know, number one song that yeah, was yeah. kind of the soundtrack of the ad. Um, the character or the puppet in it is Flat Eric. Mm -hmm. um, and he was only, he was actually sold as a, a puppet and he was only outsold by the Teletubbies that year. So Goy. massively popular. Um, so yeah, like, listen, it's a, it's a BBH ad. It's kind of a legendary story now. And you always wonder with these things. I love when a bit of time has passed because mm. you always get the kind of, you know, you wonder what's true or not, but uh, apparently Chinese whispers with the legendary stories. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so John Hegarty was pitching this to Levi's and the year previous they'd sold 33 million uh, pairs of jeans less. So jeans was kind of going out of culture to a large degree. Um, so I don't know. I think it was probably a bit early for the chinos, but I don't know what was kind of coming in in its place, but something was coming in its place where people were dressing slightly differently. Um, and he was kind of tasked with, okay, listen, we have to kind of, you know, make jeans popular again. How are we going to do it? So he created this scene, which was two people running from the police and being let off because they've got crease-free clothing and surely they can't be criminals. Um, but he didn't tell them in the first meeting that one of them wasn't a human. Um, and I think it took a lot of convincing, but apparently three weeks from that initial meeting, they went off to shoot it in L.A., and I just think, like, I don't know how people's brains work in that way where it's so cerebral that you can just say, I'm going to use a doll that we're going to manufacture. It's going to be specifically made for this. Mm -hmm. And we're going to use that to sell crease-free jeans. So, you know, in terms of daring, uh, I think it really does push the boat out in terms of what boundaries so you can really push. That without the the, the, without them knowing that the puppet was going to be... In no, so in the first initial pitch, sorry, Aaron. Um, I sold it, sorry. He, he yeah. sold the concept of it, of people running from the police, being caught up and saying, well, they can't be, they've got crease-free clothing, they can't be criminals. Uh, and they said, okay, well, listen, we love the concept. Uh, and then he said, now, the one thing I haven't told you is that one of these characters isn't a human. 
I'd love to be there. So you can imagine it took a bit of convincing. Yeah. And um, I think uh, it was, he's kind of loosely based on, Yes, isn't it? um, The director had a puppet called Stefan or something. Yeah. And he was like Jim Henson. Stefan. 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 Yeah, French. It was like a little bit of a cultural, um, he was a little bit of a cultural. It's a French short film from um, Quentin Dupois. That's it. Quentin Dupois. That's it. Yeah. I feel so incredibly had... uncultured right now. <laughs> well, yeah. The only oh, yeah. He's in my top five Stefan. French directors of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Chalky just puts up some cinema Sorry, noir Marvel. posters. <laughs> I'm, not sure, I'm not sure we can continue with this podcast with Chalky. So I let you let French. You take it away. I'm going to head off. <laughs> no. So uh, Quentin Dupont, he had, a, he had a French short film which had Stefan, who was this character. Mm. Now, the only difference between Stefan and Flat Eric was was Stefan was orange yeah. and he had a circular nose and Flat Eric had a triangular nose. And that just was just enough for the copyright office to, to go exactly, different exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and was able, was able to sell it. And he was called Flat Eric because in the original ad, they had him being run over by a car, but then they never ran with that. Yes. So there's just, there's so much to it that I just think it's kind of uh, genius. But I think, anyway, the, the kind of main thing about it, outside of it being like, a little bit out there, daring, cerebral, is that their gene sales for that specific line went up fivefold on the back of it. And I think that's, wow. you know what I mean? You can't buy that kind of Forgive the fold pun. If, <laughs> <laughs> unintentional, but I'll take it, Shane. <laughs> but no, I think as well, like, there's just so much that it just doesn't make sense to me yeah. about the ad. Like, the number one song recorded for it, which is just a flat beat, mm-hmm. And if you remember, it was just Flat Eric holding a phone up to uh, a speaker and bouncing along to it. And for some reason, randomly, there was a a glass of hot dogs in it, because why not? Um, Yeah, the fact that they actually able to sell this as a puppet and they were able to sell more jeans. And like, sounds like there is a lot of uh, very intelligent people who were also uh, assisted by some... um, some enhancers maybe to go to, to open parts of their <laughs> brain to, uh... throwing around drugs to accuse creatives of doing something different i didn't you i did not say the d-word you swear everyone has to no. go on an ayahuasca trip the to fucking do something yeah well i, I, I just don't understand caffeine, how people's a lot brains of coffee. work that way yeah i don't understand how people's brains work that way yeah. so i'm kind of half with you chalky I... in the sense that <laughs> that is the only for, answer for me well i'm gonna it's i'm gonna get a yellow puppet and i'm gonna sell more jeans with it like I just think what <laughs> for me it's not that like I th- I can see okay I can see how someone can come up with that but I don't see how they have the balls to sell it that's yes. the thing you know what I mean fair enough make a yeah. short film with it but it's yeah. how if that's where I always see a disconnect with this type of thing it's like where how are they justifying it how do they go I don't know and I think the ads cost yeah. like I think it cost like three million to make the ad yeah like it, it wasn't small it did <laughs> no well, it was shot in LA over a couple of days. And you know what I mean? Uh, and he's Jim Henson made him design, like finally designed them. Yes, Jim Henson that's company. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're dead right, Shane. Yeah. Well, so well the Jim Henson's fee was two point five million, and yes. the actual production yeah, no, was, exactly, yeah. it was It was ten grand <laughs> production. Like, they got a battered down car, and yeah, it was it was pretty yeah. easy. But I, I kind of I think what I kind of love about it is, uh, I'd love to be the person who makes the decision to say I'm going to sell the concept in without telling them that yeah. there's a yellow puppet in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, that, like that's that, a that's person the kind who of stuff. has sir in front yeah. of their name. So you know well, that they've done some mad shit yeah. uh, <laughs> and have confidence behind them to do that yes, kind of crack. Yes. Um, but, but yeah, like, listen, to be honest with you, when I look back on the ad, I was kind of think, God, this beat, it's drummed into me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it didn't take long for it to kind of, <laughs> it's obviously, we were talking about that kind of cultural impact earlier. That's one that absolutely yeah. did. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And it's actually slightly bordering on annoying, which is why it always kind of strikes me as being like, how did it do so? Like, how does that have such an impact? You know what I mean? I suppose the early noughties, it would have been big, like late 90s, early noughties, like Mm. a lot of club scene going on. Like, um, as well, you know what I mean? It would have been. Well, it was the introduction of Synth and House. That's what uh, Quentin DePauw said. He said, even to this day, and you can still buy Flat Eric, um, dolls you can buy them for about 60 quid on ebay but he says right. everywhere he's performing whether it be mm. you know a house scene or anywhere else there's always a doll somewhere you know what i mean it was famously in in the office um ricky yes. gervais the office you know what i mean like you're kind yes. of going so it's it, it really had kind of gathered this incredible footprint from what is a doll designed to sell uh crease free clothing which and the dog incredible. doesn't wear the, jo- the jeans. Nothing either. to do with it. In, in no, 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 nothing no. to do with it. And actually doesn't even come in contact with the clothing. You don't see him look at the clothing. You don't see him do anything. It's mm. just, he's he's a character. A weird ambassador for, for jeans, but uh, a very successful one. A weird and very daring yeah, ad. Absolutely. Uh, that, that's yeah. right out there. Right, yeah. well, that's a uh, good one. Uh, what are we going to get next then? <laughs> this is a roller coaster. Mm.